God's given me this child. God's given me a heart to really bring him up in the ways of the Lord and and wanting so much to nurture that faith and to nurture that learning process. So I think that the why would just be that God-given mama love for my boys. It just made me want so much to um, disciple them, to train them up in God's ways and to focus on their character, to focus on the things outside of academics that happen throughout the day. And I just felt a really deep responsibility and conviction that that was mine to steward. And so um, I think on that, that first year or a couple of years where the emotions would be up and down and I would have some really hard days, that's what I needed to return to was the heart of this. What's going on? How are we working together? What am I teaching him? What is he learning through this process? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's been invaluable. Hello, welcome back. This is Jennifer Bryant with the Practical Family Podcast. Thanks for listening. And this is episode 108, Know Your Why, with my special guest again, Monica Swanson. You heard Monica come on a couple episodes back talking about her book, Boy Mom, and that is what she is known for. She is the mom of four boys. Two of them are grown, and one is on his way out of high school, and she's still got um, a younger one at home. But... Today, we are talking about specifically homeschool. Knowing your why. Why did we start to homeschool? We'll both share our stories and we'll talk about not only the things that led us to that decision, but some some truths and half-truths that we hear a lot from other moms about this lifestyle, what it's really about, how much you have to prepare, really what's at the heart of your why and what needs to be at the heart of your purpose to keep going and to keep walking this road confidently each year. We talk about how homeschool does not need to be forever. We are not saying that homeschool is the only way to educate your children or even the best way. But listen to how God has led us both down this path and why it is the right thing for our kids at this moment and i hope and pray the same thing for you mama that you would choose in each season of your life while you're raising kids at home i would hope that you would choose things that are best for your kids not because you feel like you should do them and we'll talk about how to get to know our kids right i mean it it starts with really understanding the the people that god has given us to raise and the beautiful responsibility that is Now, before we get started, I wanted to remind you that we have a Patreon account. Yes, you can support Practical Family at patreon.com backslash practical family. You can give a gift of any amount, but I have specifically tiers set up so you know exactly what you're giving toward and you'll get little benefits there as a Patreon member. Patreon is an excellent way for creators and artists to um, set up for their audience to, to collect support, right? If you believe what we're doing here at Practical Family, if you have been blessed by this podcast, blessed by the resources that we've offered, and what we continue to create for you in the future, please consider giving there at Patreon. It helps me to cover the cost of this podcast, (laughs) of the website. Um, To be an online communicator is definitely not free. And fortunately, the more subscribers we have, the more it tends to cost to uphold the platform. So... 
Patreon is just one opportunity to partner with me in the work we're doing here at Practical Family. Thank you for considering. And don't forget, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and now our YouTube channel. I'm putting our podcast episodes up on YouTube when I do face-to-face recordings with my interviewees and by face-to-face I mean mostly zoom because I think I've only recorded like a couple people in person this world is amazing and we can do so much with technology nowadays so continue to listen and subscribe if you're not subscribed already on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, here we go here's our next episode my friend Monica Swanson author of boy mom and we are talking about knowing your why why did you start to homeschool and why will you continue to homeschool as God leads? Welcome to Monica Swanson from the same island that I live on, Oahu. Yay! Hi guys! Aloha! So today we are going to tackle the topic of the why. The why. So if I were sitting at the table with you, Monica, as just another homeschool mom, and I came to you and was like, why did you decide to homeschool? Mm. That's, that's what this conversation is really about. And it happens all the time. Homeschool mm-hmm. moms, that especially that are new to the lifestyle, ask this all the time because we know that we all have different reasons for jumping into this. You know, mm-hmm. it, it used to be um, not as common as it is now to homeschool your children. Yes. And I'd like to hear your story about that too, Monica, because I mean, I'll share mine too, but I'd really love to hear where you're coming from with, with the idea of homeschool. Like, were you, were you homeschooled yourself or no? Mm, no, I, and make, can you hear me? Okay. I want to make sure. Cause I just, yeah, you're great. In. You're great. yeah, you know, I really grew up, um, I, in the public schools as did my husband and I never in a million years imagined being a homeschool mom. I kind of liked my mom's life, which was, um, she was a stay-at-home mom, which I really respected and admired. And, you know, she worked really hard, but she sent us to school every day and it was kind of a mystery what she did. I knew she did a lot of cooking and yard work and cleaning, but she also got to have lunch with friends and, you know, get her nails done and things that seemed like, wow, what a nice reward for a busy mom. So I think I had my kids initially thinking that would be my life (laughs) if I were so blessed to not have to work outside the home, which my husband and I both had stay at home moms, which I know isn't super common, Mm. but, um, but we thought that would be really special. So we started our boys in, in a private preschool and my oldest son went as far as first grade at a private Christian school. And then we started to realize like, we had three kids and this was going to cost a fortune and we knew it wasn't in our budget. And, um, though some of the schools in the area we lived in were known to be good. Um, I just didn't have peace in my heart about sending my boys to public school and even the private school that my oldest son was in. I just, I just didn't have peace. And we happened to know a few people through our church who were homeschooling. And my son, actually, my oldest son is a really self-directed learner. He loves to, he would find my husband's medical school textbooks and like diagram the brain when he was like five. Like he just loved learning. And so um, he started saying, mom, can I just do school at home? And I was like, oh no, what's going on? 
But the more I thought about it, I was putting everything together going, he wants to be homeschooled. I know people who do it. The idea was so overwhelming to me. Where do you start, right? Which we'll mm -hmm. talk about today. Yes. Um, and then the cost of private school. And so I just said to my husband, should we try it? And the truth is my husband wasn't excited about the idea. He kind of thought homeschoolers were a little bit off and strange. <laughs> and, and I said, well, can we just try it? And then about a year into it, my husband was like, I hope you can do this forever. Like he just saw the fruit and the family unit and all my son was learning. And I wasn't crying every day anymore, maybe by the end of the year, <laughs> but there was, there was some ups and downs. And then, um, so yeah, that's kind of our story. It really was not an expected thing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I find that is the case for most people. A, a lot of folks don't tend to go in because these, the majority of us were, were traditionally schooled. And, and I even throw private schooling into that mix too. Because, yeah. I mean, if you had, if your parents could afford or if you got a scholarship as a, as a family or something to go to mm -hmm. a school, a school that basically had more resources than your mm -hmm. public school, mm -hmm. those were the only two options. And that's what my mom thought, really. I mean, she didn't mm -hmm. know otherwise. She didn't hang out with a whole lot of other people who homeschooled. So it was never a thought for her, you know? Yeah. I think with all the information that we have now, you know, and parents wanting to have the freedom to make all these choices, it's 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 a much more prevalent option to, to have. Mm -hmm. But no, I went to to public school. Uh, I went mm -hmm. to the same public school, elementary, middle, and high schools that my parents did in oh, our small yeah. town of uh, Colton, California. I grew up in Colton, yeah. and um, it you know. I knew I was going to go to college, but I remember being young and going like, I wish I had enough um, foresight as even your son to say, can I just do this at home? Mm -hmm. I never knew that that was an option. Right. And, and I said this to my mom in terms, I, I go, mom, I don't mean that you didn't make a good choice. I'm just wondering, I'm just asking like, was that ever an option? Would you have let me stay at home if I wanted to? Right. Like, I, I mean, she goes, I don't, I don't think that I thought I could have done it. If exactly. You, even if you were to have asked me, Jen, she told me, I don't, I didn't think I'd be able to handle it. And it's just mm -hmm. this whole thought of like parents not being able to give it as much as the school can give, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I really want to help parents to dispel this idea, especially yes. in this group, that it's not, school at home is not the institution of school mm -hmm. bringing yeah. it all home, it's different. Um, but the reason I decided to homeschool is, um, I basically was coming home from uh, working full, as a, in full-time ministry for our church. I started a preschool for our church. Um, so I loved working as an educational admin in that way. Mm -hmm. I like management, I like administration, but God called me out of that job. And once he did, I kind of went through this identity shift. Like I was sharing mm -hmm. with you before when we had lunch that time, like mm -hmm. it, was such, it was such a crazy identity shift to come out of ministry. Cause I thought ministry was it, you know, like that, working in ministry was like, okay, for the church and it's all for God and this is yeah. great. But, but because it wasn't, my eyes were open to, well, if I'm gonna be home anyway, and my husband's like, don't worry about hopping into another job right now, I'd rather you just have peace and get settled. I looked into homeschooling and for the first, I'd say two and a half years, I played with the idea, I tested some stuff on my kids and my husband was like, Mm, no, not yet. Like, <laughs> honestly, like he, 
it was hard because it was a, it felt like a spiritual struggle for me. And then I didn't want to fight with the, my husband about it, but he, he had his own misgivings for good reasons. Cause he didn't want to see me, you know, he didn't want to pull them out of school and then see me get all upset about, you know, that all over again, you know, cause there's yeah. kind of residual weirdness from the job and, and all of this, but he was really protecting our kids, protecting our family, wanting sure. to make the best decision for our family. Yeah. But after I I had kind of done it, I'd stick I'd stuck with some parts of it. I was like, well, let me bring home Chloe because Chloe at that point was going into fourth grade. And I said, based on my experience with kids in school, fourth grade is when they change a ton. It's mm -hmm. like they go from baby to like, mm. you know, and so he said, okay, we'll bring Chloe home. And we left Asher in school for a couple years mm -hmm. because Asher was more social. He needed that. So mm -hmm. my, my, my homeschool story, I feel like is weird. It's not so cut and dry, but it's, it's based on what we think we thought we needed for our family at that point. Yep. You know? yep. And then this year, we there was the first year we decided to bring Asher home too. So now I mm -hmm. have both of them with me, and I can't tell you how much peace I have now. Even though it's it it's not been quick and easy decision, it has mm -hmm. it has garnered so much more peace than I than I had yeah. five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how that is. It's it's. The I think we imagine, and maybe we're getting to this, so I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah. that idea before we start homeschooling of how hectic the days will be and how hard it's going to be. But I felt such a peace in just not having to run out the door in the morning, not having to run out the door to pick kids up, not having to sign papers. And so I found that it, the opposite was true for me, that the the ease of our lifestyle was so much more than any added busyness of the day just by having them home. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you said that because I have felt strange about saying that before, like, oh, I was inconvenienced oh. just by the, by the mm. school schedule. But no, truly. Yeah. And when the first time I said this to my husband, he looked at me like, but that's school. That's part of it. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be. Like, we yeah. can stay in longer and school yes. them whatever the heck we want, you know? Yes. <laughs> but yes. I used to say like, yeah. Uh -huh. I, I used to say that I would lose my temper more before 7.30 a.m. than the rest of the day just because that stress of getting their bags packed and their lunch made and the paper signed and get out the door and heaven yeah. forbid a kid has to use the bathroom on our way out the door, you know. So yeah. those were the times that really stressed me. And so I just think the mornings alone have been worth it to me. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. for sure. I have loved this, even though we've been kind of, you know, trapped because of quarantine, but yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. really good. This, this 2020 year from March to, you know, end of June has been a really good practice run for us. Like we went through our mm. emotional, whatever, but, but it's been a mm -hmm. practice run of what if we just slept a little longer, enjoyed mm -hmm. breakfast together, and then started reading and amazing science stuff you know it's it's really amazing cool. it's fun yep. yeah yes so amazing as we kind of so we're so this is our as we shared our origin story you know but mm -hmm. a little bit deeper than that what i wanted to get to with with um mm -hmm. 
helping moms to understand their why. So, yeah. so the decision and the actual physical movement change of lifestyle and all that and getting used to that. But ultimately, do you feel like you have a deeper why as mm -hmm. to as to why you committed to educating your boys this way? Right. Yes, that's such a good question. And I love to ponder that because though we can look at all those external things like, you know, not being able to afford private school or, you mm -hmm. know, whatever might send some people into the idea of homeschooling. I know that that lack of peace I had was because I really did believe somewhere deep inside of me. I think I knew that I knew best what my son needed, even though I, I wouldn't have said that at the time. But I had this sense that like, oh, I didn't. And I don't think I'm a fearful person. I don't think I didn't trust sending him to public school because I was afraid something terrible would happen. But I just had this sense that we can do this together. I didn't know anything about curriculum. If you heard me talk to my friends, I'd be like, oh, where do I start? I don't know anything. I can't do this. So all the words were probably to the contrary. So if anyone is not has not made their choice yet and you feel all those things, I think those are super normal. But I still think when my son started to bring up homeschooling, I had this sense that, yeah, I, I, I think we need to do this together. And, and there was this sense of God's given me this child. God's given me a heart to really bring him up in the ways of the Lord and, and wanting so much to nurture that faith and to nurture that learning process. So I think that the why would just be that God-given mama love for my boys. It just made me want so much to... Um, disciple them to train them up in God's ways and to focus on their character to focus on the things outside of academics that happen throughout the day and mm -hmm. I just felt a really deep responsibility and conviction that that was mine to steward and so um, I think on that that first year or a couple of years where the emotions would be up and down and I would have some really hard days that's what I needed to return to was the heart of this. What's going on? How are we working together? What am I teaching him? What is he learning through this process? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's been invaluable. Gosh. Yeah. Even the hard days, mm -hmm. right? Even, even mm -hmm. though, you know, uh, it, it's a common joke among homeschool moms that we threaten to send them back to public school if, yeah. they, oh, yeah. oh, if yeah. they don't behave. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> and we really maybe don't want that. But sometimes when the days get really yeah. hard, I just yeah. I just want to throw up my hands and go, fine, go, mm -hmm. go somewhere else and learn from someone because you're obviously mm -hmm. not wanting to learn from me. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yep. But yep. Um, it's it doesn't have to always be the case. And, and we'll, we'll do more topics and more episodes about about this, about how to specifically get through the hard days, because it's, yes. it seems to be more okay. of an emotional battle than then it's, it's not really as much about the academics as it, as it is about that relationship. Exactly. And how to garner that is, is, um, is just so beautiful. And I love to hear mm -hmm. you talk about your love for your sons. And, and at the end of the day, you can look at them and just go, you know, I'm pouring into you right now, but also you're teaching me a lot about myself. Mm -hmm. Have yes. you found that? Like, how has your style changed over the, over the years. Yeah. Done it. Yeah. That that's um been an interesting process. And and I do think that I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I mean, certainly God's humbled me a lot as I've discovered weaknesses that maybe I didn't recognize so much before, but just like, you know, why 
why is my patience so short at some point? Like, why does it frustrate me so much when my child doesn't learn a math problem? You know, why does this have to um, trigger something in me? So I think taking note of the things that are hard is interesting. Um, and, and I think as I've gone through these years, I've relaxed more as I've realized that these things do work out. So my fourth son is getting a much more relaxed teacher than the first and second and third son's got. <laughs> Yeah, I think perspective is huge. I think when you zoom out and go, you know, this is all going to be okay. There's just that that relaxing, trusting that God's got this, and it's not all about me getting every detail of their day right. So, mm, sure. yeah, a lot of relaxing over time. I mean, I'm still, I still struggle about, you know, and I think we're going to talk a little more about it, but because I grew up in the public school system and I too taught some public school before I started having kids, mm -hmm. it's hard for me not to have that schedule in my head, that checklist, that mm -hmm. academic. I don't think I would ever be what they call unschooler, right? Where we just kind of learn as kids are directed by their interests. Um, I like having a list. I like saying today we did math and reading and science and you know, I like going through the list but learning how that looks at home and how it's very different from the classroom in a public school setting or a, any institutionalized school setting, I think has been really good for me to go. It doesn't have to look like I remember it looking when I was in school. Right, exactly. Yeah. Those things, I think we're going to talk about those things on your podcast soon, right? We're going to. Yes. That. Yeah. We're going to yes. unpack all the, you know, the, the common misconceptions and, stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that'll be awesome. That'll be great. Yes. So we'll, I'm excited. We'll and the boy mom podcast, um, yeah. you're, you're doing a special series, right? On homeschooling soon. Uh, well, yeah, I'm actually just kind of popping in this, this summer is not a series on homeschooling, but I get so many questions that I can't wait to have you come on with me. It'll air next week. So we're going to put this one together quick, but we're going to just talk about um, all of these things um, related to moms, especially the moms who haven't decided yet and are on the fence and just, mm -hmm. so I'm excited to talk to you more about homeschooling yeah. over there. Yeah, we'll unpack that more. Um, yeah. so because there are so many common responses to bringing our, our, our um, mm -hmm. uh, common responses to homeschooling and as why, why people bring their children home. Um, their kids' needs. You know, you you said you recognize mm -hmm. your kids' learning styles. I recognize that my daughter Chloe, when I brought her home in fourth grade, she she had a hard time making friends. She's just one of those that's very um, kind of outside of her. She looks like she's outside of her body sometimes. She's, she <laughs> gets lost in in uh. like music and imagination, and yep. she would do this at school too. And then especially when it came to math, she had a heart. She had to kind of be tutored a little bit more in math at school. But there are so many more distractions there. Mm -hmm. and, but, you know, I would rather bring her home and give her the the space and the quiet and mm -hmm. everything she needs to focus and not have to yeah. worry about the classroom schedule. Totally. And she has done so well. I am, mm. I mean, I've, I've, she and I have struggled. There have been a lot of tears when it comes to um, her getting concepts. So mm -hmm. that's been a really, that's mm -hmm. been an education for me. Yeah. Just make sure that she knows that she's loved, that she yeah. can help to it, that I don't have to be mean about it again <laughs> for her yeah. to get it yeah. like that. But but she's done well and she's absolutely caught up to where she needs and she's going into sixth grade now and she Yay. gets concepts and so it's amazing. Great. Um 
Asher um, has, <laughs> I was excited to bring him home this year because he was doing fine really up until fourth grade. Fourth grade is kind of when his, his mm. little, um, it, it became more apparent that his brain wasn't quite connecting, mm -hmm. um, you know, a direction to action to concepts and then he would miss a lot. So he's, mm. he's kind of that inattentive type and he's got this, mm -hmm. uh, some, some attributes of ADHD that I'm looking mm -hmm. into right now. And so it's interesting to school him but my reasons for bringing him home are were different than my daughter's, slightly mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. learning style, because yeah. of their uh, and some some of which was their behavior too, but all of which had to do with the environment that I could offer them here at home that mm. school could just not give them. Yeah, I, I wasn't upset with their school at all. They went to a great public charter mm -hmm. school here. If I was going back into teaching, I'd probably go teach there or something. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it wasn't a problem with that. But ultimately, like you said, I knew that I wanted to be the, the number one influence in their lives, mm -hmm. especially right now. And because they're taking in so much and learning so much, they mm -hmm. need a stronger mm -hmm. influence of God, of, of our Christian worldview, of mm -hmm. our uh, why we do the things that we do as a family. Yep. And there's just not enough time in the day sometimes to yeah. to infuse that. I mean, yes. not to say that you can't if your kids don't go to school, but that's right. It's it's an intentionality thing. We mm -hmm. have to be so on it. Yes. On it all the time. Yes. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So do you believe that homeschool is a special calling? Or can anybody do it? Like, like I used to teach middle school, and people are like, "Oh, you, you have a <laughs> in your yes. life. Do you teach middle school, right? Or you do this hard mm -hmm. thing or that hard thing? Do you? What would you say to someone who said, "Well, that's your thing, and that's great. I could never do it." I want to be careful the way I answer this because I don't want to. Um, I, I want it to be understood with the right heart. I've never said homeschooling is for everyone. I think there's certain situations where it's better to find a good fit. I don't think you should just send your kid anywhere, but do some research, figure out how to make the best of your situation. Mm -hmm. However, I have said, and I do believe that a lot more parents could and would be amazing at homeschooling if they tried it. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, no, I don't believe homeschooling is a special calling. I believe motherhood is a special calling and if you're called to motherhood you're probably you probably have everything you need to homeschool now i understand that job situations family situations there's a whole lot of factors special needs a lot of stuff but i think if more parents who felt curious wondered about homeschooling thought maybe it would be an inconvenience or difficult but still kind of felt that little feeling if they tried it, I think they would realize quickly that um, it's actually more doable than most people think. It's not, it doesn't have to be that hard. And there are creative ways to approach it and there's support out there and there's stuff online and in the community. There's not just one way to do it. So yes, motherhood is a special calling. Homeschooling is for anyone that wants it bad enough. Mm -hmm. Does that work <laughs> yeah that's great that's great and it and then i'd say the next step would be to define your why which is what we just kind of right. finished talking about because 
Mm -hmm. First, you have to sort of believe that it's possible. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fully believe that, you know, you've been called to this or, or, mm -hmm. or you feel guilted into it. I know a lot mm -hmm. of people mm -hmm. feel guilted by, by even, um, yeah. Either I, I don't know, like super duper churchy people that are like, well, that's it's the it's the best way because oh, it's yeah. the best way, and, and mm -hmm. I don't believe that either. It's, mm -hmm. You know, whatever God leads you to do in this life, depending on mm -hmm. what he's called, he's called the parents to do. I mean, yes. Hello, there are working professionals out there. Who yes, need to contribute to our society mm -hmm. in different ways, right? Thank God for them. Yes, yes, yes. and so uh, if you're watching this, please don't don't feel like or don't hear that we're saying that homeschool is the best way. I mean, mm -hmm. this, this platform was created to support you if you have chosen that path. And mm -hmm. just know that it's not necessarily forever. Mm -hmm. Homeschooling like, is not a, you know, necessarily a lifetime decision. Not, not mm -hmm. every family takes their kid from K to 12. I started at third and fifth grade, you know? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, right. just go with where, um, right you feel convicted to be at this time in your life. Right. And what a blessing that we live at least currently in a country where we have the freedom that mm -hmm. we can choose because, um, you know, there's, there's no harm in trying knowing that you can go back and you can make a change, whether it's a change in curriculum, whether it's a change in a lot of States in America, I know, and, and in different countries, I've heard different things, but, um, you can do part-time homeschooling, part-time, you know, there's charter mm -hmm. programs, there's so many options. And um, so that's that's a blessing. And depending on what country you're in, I know some homeschooling is not even an option. And then you just have to do the best you can to supplement at home with the, the morals, the spiritual formation, the love that you can. And I believe that, that, that there's plenty of time outside of school for that as well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about your character training course. You just, oh. <laughs> when it launched this past week, I was like, oh, she's doing it. She's doing it. Cause, because you've already written the book Boy Mom, which is an excellent yes. book based you. on your life with your four boys. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's, it was so encouraging to read through a book like that and go, okay, it's, they all have their different personalities. Mm. <laughs> they approach it things very differently. Yeah. But that the really the crux of your interaction with them has not been so heavily academic as it's been more focused mm -hmm. on training their character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about that and how that has been a major factor right. in your homeschooling why. Oh, I love that. Thank you for asking. It's funny. I remember when the boys were younger and you mentioned a moment ago, some of the people who, um, who you said real churchy people, I think you said, but I remember the early days where there was kind of the people that made you feel guilty if you didn't homeschool. And I didn't like that. Mm. But when I did decide to homeschool, I remember hearing some of those more seasoned homeschooling moms always throw that word character around. You know, oh, focus on character, focus on character. And I remember being a little bit annoyed by it, to be honest. I don't think I've ever said that anywhere. But I remember thinking, what does that even mean, focus on character? You know, like they still need an education, right? Yeah. But as my boys have grown up and as I have actually recognized how important character is and, and character just being those qualities of heart that you can't measure as easily as a grade or a score, um, 
but characters of the heart that you pick up on more and more the older they get. And, you know, some of those that we think of are, you know, kindness or honesty, thoughtfulness, um, integrity. And what I started to realize is as we focused on, first of all, helping our boys just develop a relationship with God and growing their faith. And then with that, the character that comes with faith, because the two go hand in hand, mm-hmm. um, how really there was less need to focus on a lot of other things because those things started to come more naturally. So a kid who is, um, who is a hard worker, you know, that's a character quality, would approach school with a different work ethic than a kid who's not valuing a work ethic. Someone who has integrity is going to approach their studies with a different heart than if they don't have integrity. So I started to realize that when you focus on the heart and you focus on their faith and on their character, the school stuff kind of found its way on its own without a lot of harping and nagging. Um, Now, of course, kids do have different personalities, and my first two are a little bit more driven and and self-disciplined, whereas the next two, they've got good character, but they might need more reminders than the first two. So I'm I'm learning still. But for sure, um, chapter six in Boy Mom was about raising a son of character. And and as I shared some of the things we did, I just got more feedback from that chapter than any other from parents who say, we want more help with character. We want to focus on character, but we don't know how or where to start. And so that's where I decided that the course would be a great way to just walk people through what it means to build character from the ground up. So the foundational things of faith and character development through the daily grind of how to discipline, how to give consequences when their character is lacking, how to help them make better choices. And so I wanted to give something real practical, but also where we could walk through it together. So the course was a lot of fun to put together, totally different from a book. Really, I learned a ton. Um, This one is for parents of teens and tweens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, I'm having people ask if I'm going to do one for younger kids, and I would like to follow up with one for more of the elementary years. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I, I was excited for you that you basically opened this this first beta group you're taking, and yes. I'm in the group with you. I get to yeah, test so that experience the whole thing and it's just beautifully done it's very user friendly the back end Thank you. Uh, it's videos of you talking so it's not like it's, it's very interpersonal and I love that about mm-hmm. courses that that we're, you're seeing the, the real person the real mom behind the story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get to follow with your examples um you've got so mm-hmm. many great great quotes in there to build on it adds as well yeah. scripture but to build on these concepts, like sit and think about this for a second. And mm-hmm. I love when things like that come in because it gives me even just an example to walk through with my kids. Yeah. So I can take like the list of quotes you provide for us in there and, um, and all the other resources alongside mm-hmm. videos yep. to, to use as sort of lessons for my kids as I walk them yeah. through homeschooling time. So yeah, yeah. wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I hope so. I'm really excited because the beta group is just a smaller group this summer, but when I get feedback, and then I'll know. And so it will be launching again in the fall. So if yeah. anybody is interested, that will be hopefully September to October will be another launch of the character training course. So yes. thanks for being a part of it. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. And we'll share that link, and, and uh, uh, you can hop on Monica's list to, yeah. uh, to find out when that's opening. And when yes. it opens, jump on it. 
seriously, it's, I think it's so important as moms start asking about, well, what, um, which curriculum should I buy? Because everybody's yeah. kind of getting ready to spend their money right now, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of character training like books out there, you know, mm -hmm. but following a course like yours, mm -hmm. a much better investment than just picking oh, another you. book than you, that you may not get to or read or something mm -hmm. like that. Oh, thank you. I hope so. Truly. <laughs> totally. Yes. Get, get Monica's character training course for sure. Because you've mm -hmm. heard Monica and I talk about, you know, why, why our why, which is the reason why we're homeschooling, why that needs to keep coming back because it's going to give you fuel to keep you going, especially when days get really hard. Because you, you maybe literally can sit there and ask yourself, why am I doing this again? Yeah. Why, what did I get myself into, especially mm -hmm. days when the house is a mess or people aren't finishing their math pages or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it can be overwhelming mm -hmm. if you're not coming back to the reason why we're doing it in the first mm -hmm. place. Exactly. And if the ultimate goal or one of the ultimate goals is to raise kids of godly character, we have to remember that the Lord is there with us because we're human too. We can't give them absolutely everything. We're going to make mistakes too, but we do need to depend on God for that refilling and that strength to keep going every day. Yes. You're not always going to fight with your kids, but it, it will happen, but it doesn't mean it's the end of homeschooling. Exactly. So I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any... um. Any closing remarks, Monica, on this, this particular topic? Anything that mm. You know, I think just as far as the whole finding your why, um, even writing it down is such a helpful thing to, you know, keep a journal handy where maybe God's given you a scripture that really inspires you to homeschool. On those days that you're struggling, you want to be able to turn to something and see it in front of you. So I encourage you to just jot down even a simple prayer, a statement of commitment, maybe a moment when you felt like God laid that on your heart. And um, so you have something to return to. But I agree with you. And just knowing that our feelings aren't everything. We're going to have good days and bad days. And um, we can't trust our emotions all the time. We should pay attention to them, but they're not always trustworthy. So, um, And also I had a friend tell me once and of course this was just her trying to encourage me in a matter of opinion but she said Monica even on your worst homeschool day you're giving your kids more than they would get on their best day if they went away mm -hmm. and I remember thinking wow that's that's really profound that I'm giving them just a safe home a, a lot of love you know a, a, a place that they can learn freely and so even if we miss all of our lessons, if I don't get to half of the work, if, if I lose my temper and have to ask forgiveness, mm -hmm. there's still something to be gained from a rough day. So yeah, returning to your why is so important. So I'm glad you really focus on that. You've been listening to episode 108, Know Your Why, with my friend Monica Swanson, author of Boy Mom and of the Character Training Course. Make sure that you click on the link in our show notes for both of those resources. Monica's page is also full of wonderful, wonderful things, um, including health and nutrition, character training, homeschool, and just all around raising boys, what it's like. <laughs> so you can follow her at monicaswanson.com as well as uh, find her on social media. She's on Facebook and Instagram. And she's also got her own podcast called The Boy Mom Podcast. 
thank you so much for listening. This has been Jennifer Bryant here with Practical Family, where we are encouraging you mamas to discover your gifts and embrace grace. Oh, 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 o